0: This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life changing word of God. So, God, on Friday, the 29th of April at 9 p.m., for a few hours, we'll be meeting here to pray. Are you excited? And I have no doubt in my mind, the Lord will open the heavens upon us. So our night of prayer is on the 29th of April at 9 p.m. here in this hall. Please come along. Let's pray together. Invite someone. Um, If you really, really are stuck, I was trying to confirm that with our transport director that at least in going back, we may find a way of arranging to drop people off. But we'll see how that goes. And uh, I pray the Lord will breathe upon us in Jesus' name. Our test for the month, Psalms 126, verses 1 to 3. Psalms 126, verses 1 through to verse 3. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. And our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. And they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Amen. I submit to you that when someone does something for you, we call it help. We call it help. And this is a major principle of life that everyone should be aware of and understand very well. Uh, help is something that is all encompassing our lives from the seemingly mundane things to the profound things of life. It's mundane things like holding, up, holding the door for you, uh, to profound things like holding the door for you. God has the door for everybody. <laughs> and there must be someone that will hold that door for you. So, we go through life. Um, definitely needing help. And when you begin to appreciate this, I have no doubt in my mind, the person will move to a new level. You probably are asking me, how does that relate to our topic? How does that relate to our theme for the month? If you look at that... Test very well. He said, Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. Did you get that one now? You can rephrase that because my opening statement was, When someone does something for you, What do we call it? Help. Help. So when we say, The Lord has done great things for them, We can rephrase that to mean, The Lord has, Thank you." you. He then went on to say, the Lord has done great things for us. So we can say the Lord has. I pray that that shall be our testimony all the days of our lives. Amen. And the kind of help that God has done for us, or the Lord has promised to do for us, if you have not have your delivered yet, uh, is not an ordinary kind of help. It's a great help. Because he said the Lord has done what? Great things for them. So we can say the Lord has helped us greatly. Or the Lord has greatly helped us. So if you want to title it, you can title it greatly helped. I will look at it under three main subheadings quickly: the centrality of help, the centrality of help, the advantage of help, and the best help available. The centrality of help. There is a um, pointless struggle that we human beings will go through. And um, because we don't get the help we need, very pointless. And uh, we open it up with a little bit of a narration for you. We, we relate to where to story. It's not something long. It might not be something very profound for you, but something that cemented home and drove home for me, personally, the very point that we are discussing this morning. I was out of Abaddon yesterday. I was in one of the cities in Europe. We have a major conference there of our church group. And um, busy time, very busy time. Long story cut short. I normally plan my trip very, very well. Those that know me, if I travel with my wife, especially, um, I, I as far as she's concerned, you've taken all the fun away. I will going for a break anywhere. I will have noticed. In fact, I planned my things so well to the extent that one of the days, I think we were somewhere in the United States of America, and we drove to the wrong hotel. As we're getting there, because the two hotels, they have the same name. They are two different brands. Fairly good hotel. And as we're getting there, I said, this is not the one. You should say, why? Well, I've seen it on the internet. I've checked every room there. I know the way you can come in. I said, the way I was driving, I said, it's not the one. I ran inside and I said, we have a booking here. They say it's not here. He it says it's under 15 miles away. I said, I said it. So that's me. I plan my journey. I plan it so well that I will know the distance between the airport and where I'm going. I know exactly the time. If I'm going for a meeting, I know the time it will take me to walk from my room, not from the lobby, from my room. Trust me. Please, when you are praying, pray for Google. <laughs> They've done a very marvelous work. Long story cut short. I went for the meeting, and to get back in the evening became difficult. It was very typical of me. It's a country I don't speak their language, but very good at speaking English anyway. And somebody gave me a ride back. And uh, I got there. No, know, this very young lady was with another man, very lovely young woman, chatty and everything. You know, those kind of people that keep talking and you say, oh, please, just keep quiet. <laughs> lovely, lovely. And by the time we were about to get to the place I was going, I was about to step out. And she said two things that transformed my whole trip. She said, sir, just across the road, there's a nice buffet there if you want something to eat. I wasn't too happy with what I ate the previous day. But she said something more. Very mundane, my look to you. She said, actual fact, you're only 10 minutes away from the airport if you get on the train. Ah, on the train. And quickly, trust me, go back to the room. Distance. I cannot get a train ticket. And I discovered that my trip to the hotel was a severe waste of personal money. Practically all the money I changed, I spent almost all on the transport there. Only to discover that the the hotel is like from here to my office, (laughs) to the train station. Wow. Wow. In fact, the cost of the ticket was so small that when they offered me first class on the train, I said, ah the one euro extra. (laughs) Which was, I mean, because what if you have lost a lot of money before? <laughs> help made all the difference. A woman opened her mouth, and with all my knowledge and Google, I knew that I didn't know as much as somebody around. Ah, God, send us help. Yeah. The key to many of our deliverances are breakthrough. The Lord has told me he has released it. We will find it. Yeah. Epicentral. Very, very central to what we do. And throughout our lives, from infancy to old age, we depend. And sometimes the time we think we don't need help most, which is, generally the time of our strong energy and capacity is when we need help most, because that's where we can make the worst decisions. Because as people are growing older, young men, young women, we try to think we don't need need help as much as we should actually see the help. Let me move on quickly because the Lord has been prompting me without any shadow of a doubt that we must pray today. I'm more likely than not also minister for needs. Amen. Amen. And God Himself binds Himself over by making sure that He makes Himself subject to be helped by human beings. Because in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8, So also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? That is God looking for help. Then said I, here am I. Do what? Then you go to Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30. Ezekiel 22 verse 30. So I saw for a man among them who will make a wall and stand in the ground before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it but I find no one. Mark chapter 3, verses 13 to 15, Jesus Christ chose his disciples. John 14, 16, he says, he will send the helper. And Romans chapter 16, verse 2, Romans chapter 16, verse 2, Apostle Paul made mention clearly the help that you receive, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and assist her. Go to verse 15, verse 1, so that we can take it in context. It was talking about, uh, verse 1, please, of I Phoebe, our sister, who is a servant of the church in Sinclair. All right, that you may receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints and also assist her in whatever business she has. Oh, I hope I do a Bible study on this one. For indeed she has been, what? Of many and of? Mm, That was a great apostle. He could command anything to happen, but God made sure that he must get help. Very quickly, number two, what are the advantages of help? It's not central. I can spend the whole day talking about centrality of help right from the Garden of Eden to Moses choosing people to help him to Abraham having help. Help, help, help. Abraham grew so big one time he had an army of about 400 men. Help, help, help. The whole of the Bible is just about one help another. But we'll come back to that another day. Uh, today is a day of prayer. What are the advantages of being helped? I want to say to you that it's hard to quantify the strength A person has as long as you cannot accurately predict the help available to him or her. I repeat myself. It's difficult to know how strong a person is. It's difficult to know how strong a nation is. It's difficult to know how strong a family is. As long as you cannot predict the help that they can get. And nobody can predict the help that you can get. Because help will always come from an unknown place. So it is always central to know that if anybody writes anyone off, and said, ah, you are making a mistake because you are basing it on what you see in that person. There's always other source of resource, if there's anything like that, other means of resource that a person has that is not resident in that person. Don't play with it. Many are falling into wrong hands. They're spoken where they should not have spoken. And where they spoke, the thoughts that they are speaking or to someone who will sympathize or empathize with their, with, their, with their bad ways so that they can fight against another person. Immediately, they made an enemy for themselves. In fact, you know, you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about somebody they said, ah, that guy is not good. You said, don't go there. And from that moment, the person that was on your side became your enemy as well. And you have already lost a friend because you don't know who is a friend of the person you are talking to. Don't overestimate anybody. That's why I make it, never, never, I make it, I never make it a point in which I go around to speak evil of anyone. Because you don't know who you are talking to. Or wise people, they do that. Keep your mouth shut. You don't know. I mean, I've been on a train before and somebody was talking so badly of another person. And from that moment, away, I distanced myself from that other person. I say, how dare you? What we are talking about is that you can never estimate the help a person has simply by who the person is. And that is why the enemy does something very well. He tries to separate people. He tries to separate Peter from the Lord Jesus Christ. He want, that's why he call his sift in him. But thank God for Jesus. Jesus said, I will not lose this one. It's a help to me. Don't lose the help that God has placed beside you. I see families going very well. They start having little struggles. I say, ah, the devil is here. All he wants to do is to remove the help from you. I say, brethren, going on very well. And just little things happen. But Jesus Christ said, no, 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 Peter, I'm not going to lose you. Imagine without Peter. Of course, God could have raised somebody else. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls. Jesus fed 5,000 we are not sure they were even they received the holy spirit when he said greater works than this will we do you do not know that from the day of pentecost greater works started they counted 3000 converted it was not recorded for jesus ah, of course he is the one behind every conversion the truth of the matter is that there are help around us and i'm feeling strongly that we need to come back to this topic for many people ah god may god open our eyes to see the help he has for us I mean, we step into those steps in the name of Jesus. That's a huge, huge advantage, brethren. It's a huge advantage. When you have help around you. Let me use David as an example. David was a man I love. Uh, By now, you know my two primary Old Testament characters. One of them is David. Anybody can guess the second one we've been around for long enough? Joseph. I like Joseph. Usually, not for the reasons that uh, most people like Joseph. Mm. But you see, David became David simply because that guy, God helped him to be helped. Oh, David. <laughs> From the father loved him, partially, but not that. immediately, David stepped into the house of Saul. God raised Jonathan to be his help. David's head would have been cut off very, very early. It was Jonathan that stuck out his neck for him. And simply because God placed somebody close to him. Let's read some of those things that are 1 Samuel chapter 19, verses 10 to 17. The good stories, if we just stop on that, I, I know we, 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 we can move on and, and probably begin to get ready to pray. Hallelujah. All right, so let's, let's read that carefully. Let's read that carefully. 1 Samuel chapter 19, verse 10. i read for you. Then Saul sought to pin David to the wall with a spear but he slipped away from Saul's presence. Did you see that one? All right. Is that not victory? It was ministry to him, and then they decided to pin him, and he drove the spear into the wall. I thought somebody would be quick where you are. 17, 19-year-old boy, went to battle, risked his life. You know the story. And then the man, out of his own madness, yes, he was mad, but he was bad as well. His badness, his madness did not start from. The thing started because he was a bad man. And the spear went to the wall. So David fled and escaped that night. Can you picture that? He was ministering to the man, and the man just enraged. He said, This boy, you want to take the kingdom from me? How can you be more popular than me? Who are you? Who, boy, you kind of thing? Through the spear, the boy dodged. Heart must be pounding run out of the door. In the night, must have been running, 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 running. Didn't know whether the old man will, start, will, will go for him. Was running. God, God, what have I done? God, what have I done? Eventually, he got home. Next verse. Saul also sent messengers to David's house to watch him and to kill him in the morning. And Micah, David's wife, told him, saying, if you do not save your life tonight, tomorrow, you are dead. So Mica let David down through a window and he went and fled and escaped. Fled, ran. Next verse. And Mica took an image and laid it on the bed. The rest of the, Do you know that story? He pretended as if he was there. When the people came, they discovered that he was not there. And. The king was not happy that without Micah's help that night, would David have survived? Are you following the story now? <laughs> cherish everyone around you, especially cherish your spouse. I'm telling you the truth. She may not poison you. He may not poison you. He may only say a word that will make all the difference in your life. He may just say, Ah, I'm blessed to have a good wife. That's all. And she may just say, Ah, the inherent things. The husband is fantastic. Indeed, he is. (laughs) You know, the sarcastic one. Oh, ah, that's no bad. The way your husband behaved to me. he say, okay, I had. That's finished the person. And all depends on the attitude that we have towards one another. When you read further, we won't be able to read. I love we could have read it. The story of Jonathan, how Jonathan eventually saved this David. To this. let's read that one. I, I I want to the stories when I read them. There are all stories, but sometimes they have impact when we read them. Let's turn to twenty-eight of chapter twenty. Don't worry. We we, we will I uh, will cut things around there so that we can pray. Mm. First, Sabbath, chapter twenty, verse twenty-eight. May God give you the advantage of help he give you that. And don't, don't joke with it. So Jonathan answers Saul. David earnestly asked permission. So they were at the dinner table. So he couldn't kill him that night. Next chapter, the plot continued. The man was unrelenting, And most of you don't know what this boy went through. You know, All you are getting is that police stop you. You say that life is hard. Sometimes family members shouted at you. You say, what is the kind of life with this? If you read being between the lines, God does not make mistakes. The place he placed David, David deserved it, humanly speaking. Ah, David suffered. And please don't go on about his adultery. Thank God God overlooked that quickly. Just to tell you that God is a God of all kindness and justice. The same woman that gave back to the one that died was the one that gave back to Solomon. I hope you are aware of that. Just for God. That Jesus was asking God one time and questioning God. God laughed at him. (laughs) He laughed at him. He said, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's a public domain. It's student that I'm telling you. I can share it publicly. He said, "Your own mother that you are here now." Is it the first wife? He said, case suspend the father." <laughs> but I'm not endorsing that. That's what I'm talking about. So David went through a lot. So that was this boy Finished risking his life. You know the rest of the story. Let's go through this one quickly. I, I I'm also getting stuck on David now. So. Where are we? Let's go to 28 again, please. 28, please. So I just give you the background. So Jonathan answers. So they were at the dinner table, and David did not turn up. So David honestly asked permission of me to go to Bethlehem. Okay? So that was him saying, I said, God forbid, you know, I said, for instance, um, where is somebody? David. I'm asking uh, Dr. David now. I said, where, where is somebody? He said, sir, the person is not here. It's the top official in the church, let's say. I said, why? He said, give me permission. What is wrong in that one? Because you should have cleared with me. So if it's something if somebody very, you know, so or another head of the department said, Why is this? he? He says he's not here. He said, Why? He said, I asked him to go. You? <laughs> Since when? So that's out of order. All right, verse 29, very quickly, you see where I'm going now. And he said, Let's, please let me go to our family, has a sacrifice in the city, and my brother has commanded me to be there. And now if I have found favor in your eyes, I need to move quickly. Please let me get away and see my brother. Therefore, he has not come to the king's table. Verse 30, please, quickly. Then Saul's anger, this is where I was going, was aroused against Jonathan. And he said to him, you son of a perverse, rebellious woman, <laughs> kingy. Do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, you shall not, now playing an emotional game. You shall not be established nor your kingdom. Now therefore, send and bring him to me. For he shall surely die. And verse 32, please. And Jonathan answered Saul his father and said to him, why should he be killed? What has he done? Despite the fact that you are telling me that I'm totally, yeah, it does not matter. But you don't need to kill him, Dad. Stood up to the dad. Why are you going to kill him? Then Saul cast a spear at him to kill him. The son that you said will take the throne. That's why I said, let's read scripture. It's one thing for you to think, you know the story. He cast the sword to kill, by which Jonathan knew that it was determined by his father to kill David. That even the moment of anger, you can't even collect your head, and you're going to die soon, Father King. Jonathan, I'm the obvious one, because Jonathan was a fantastic warrior. In fact, that was why David celebrated him. He said, you still want to kill me? Is your anger that much? Then the boy went away. Take that off, please. Then the boy went away and went to meet his friend. You know the rest of this. We can take the Bible verse off so they I can continue. So, they then went to, he then went to um, his friend and told him that this is what my father wanted to do to you. And then, his neck was saved again. Saul did not plan that, or did not factor in the fact that, uh, that's a wrong construction. Saul did not factor in the point that David will have help from his own very house. So, As long as God will raise help for you where it matters, it is impossible for you to come down. That's the number one advantage. As long as somebody will speak for you. There were times when I used to moan, the Lord said, all I need to do is to raise a person to speak for you there. And once they speak for you, and there are people that enter into places that you will never enter into. But by their words on your behalf, I feel pressure to even ask you to pray some serious, dangerous prayer now. Because this month of laughter, help will be raised for you. Help will be raised for you. I can multiply story. By the Lord's permission, I will share one of you with you. Some of you know the story already. Just to let you know that people can stand and speak for you corporately. It's a corporate one, not a personal one. We came to this city. good number of you are here in those days. Maybe 10, maybe more when we moved to this place uh, from MacLamont Hall. And then uh, we approached banks, collected a few money as deposit in the bank to get a facility which we've paid off by the grace of God. Mortgage is called. And then we approached bank A, they look at us. They say, who are you? We say, who? We say, what's your we say, we say, who? They say, we hear from us, we didn't hear. Number two. We went all round and round and round and round. Nobody gave us a second loop. I don't blame them. do you know where they're coming from. But earlier, or some of you had the story, God prepared something. I came to this town. What was supposed to be a loss for me became a gain for me and for the church and not just fountain of love, not just redeemed for the church of Christ. The house that we bought when we moved over here fell through. And so, I had to rent for one year. I felt very despondent during that time. I said, Lord, what have we done? You told me to move. One of the days, I was on top of a double-decker bus. I was driving through a story, and I remember very well that road to the right after you crossed the bridge. And I saw one particular... Story. Some of you know that story? Saw one particular solicitor there, the estate agent, and the Spirit of the Lord said, that is the person you will use when you want to move. I said, okay, Lord... So when the time came, because nobody will give us a second view, when the time came, I went to the person and uh, quickly like that, he said, okay, not only will I do the transfer, you, we have some good deposit to put down. I was sold in London. I will do that. I also said to a financial advisor for the other little mortgage you need. So we went for that one. Long story, caution, got that done. We wanted to buy chalk. So I said, by the way, there was that time when I bought the house. Why don't I even approach that same, solic- that same solicitor again for the transfer? And we went to the person, and the person said, No problem. Not only that, now I will send you to somebody in the bank, RBS. Long story cut short, we got there. The man said, No, no reference, nothing. From nowhere. Gave the amount of money we needed. And when I myself and um, Pastor Wee wanted to leave, the man said, Will you need money to furnish it? <laughs> I look at the guy, I said, We will. <laughs> He uh, no, said, so if I had no from you, I will kick your leg. He <laughs> said, we will. I think he threw extra 50,000 that we can cash anytime we wanted. it. Now, do you know that singular thing was what opened the door for all, practically all, redeemed churches that are bought in Scotland? Do you know that was one thing that encouraged many other churches? They told me, if we saw you small guys that came from abroad, that you had the temerity, where we have been having old churches, we never stood out, we never stepped out to do anything. Do you know that encouraged many of them? What happened? God raised help somewhere. Graham Ross to tomorrow, if he's hearing me, wherever he is. Only God could have put it in his heart. Not only, no, no reference, no paper at all. He just said, whatever amount And he said, take extra. Was it what we wrote? Was it human connection? Human connection is good. But when God wakes up one day to help a person, he will go beyond all the connection you are making. I love networking. But brethren, there's something greater. There's a networking in heaven. When people will not be able to sleep at night, Share with you many times. Even my initial stage as a Christian, I went to reading office, general reading office. I said, move me from where I was and did not do the answer. The man was arguing. Some of you have heard the story before. He was arguing. He was hearing one voice here, hearing another one voice sir. He said, I will support you that. because God knew that that was going to be the journey, the beginning of my journey to grow as a believer. He said, I can't do it. He said, Okay, when do you want me to do it? I can't do it. And the the spirit said, I said, so what do I say, sir? So I stood like that. When the man finished, he said, "Okay, I'll see you, Cardinal, tomorrow." And I made the greatest error: you decided to go to the top man, and the brigadier was your own direct consultant and boss. That's enough to fire me. They all overlooked it. When God is on your side, your error becomes even your banner, becomes your badge. God will raise up for you guys. And he will do it in a marvelous way. So it's an advantage when you have help coming your way. Hallelujah. As I said, I'm so much under pressure for us to pray. Hmm? Let me just give you one more before we go. Because we'll not be fair on Joseph, after I've talked about David, do you know that very well? Since I'm a very fair person, Let's talk about our friend. You know, what do you know Joseph for, guys? Eh? No, what do you know? The common thing about Joseph now in the Bible. Favor, eh? Favor, yeah, favor. Yeah. Ah, that's not a true question. It's not a true question. Favor, isn't it? But I want to please submit to you today. True it is. But underneath that favor, because his father told us, in Genesis chapter 20, 49, I think beginning of verse 22, let me get the verses right. Yeah, 22, yes, I'm correct. Genesis chapter 49, verse 22, he mentioned to us clearly, split the screen, I'll read for the people, split the screen, split the screen. Joseph is a fruitful bough. That was, who was talking? Jacob. Remember when Jacob was talking, Jacob was speaking prophetically, hmm? He was speaking into the Spirit. He was telling what Judah will be. He said, out of Judah will come the lawgiver. He said, out of Judah, he said the, the scepter shall not depart from him. He was talking about how many years? Thousands of years before Christ came. So it was not just the man that was just telling a wish. He was speaking by the Holy Spirit prophetically. So he was giving us insight into what we otherwise would not have known. And so take note of what Jacob was saying here. The basis for the favor that Joseph... Enjoy it. Are you there with me? Joseph is a fruitful bough, like a big branch. A fruitful bough by a well. his branches run over the wall. Here I took it. We need to go. We're going to 25 stars. Oh, ma'am. 23. The archers have bitterly greeted him, shot at him, and hated him. Did you agree with that? Okay. But his bough remained in strength his bow, this time, remained in strength. And the arms of his hands were made strong because he kept moving on. You know that very well? By the hands of the mighty God of, that is the God that made me to overcome opposition. My brother wanted to kill me, I overcame. His brother wanted to kill him, he overcame. I became a fugitive, this boy became a fugitive. That was the father talking. He said that he's the same God that walked in the life of Jacob that is walking in the life of Joseph. For there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. He brought Christ in there. Another day we come back there. Verse 24 we need not. Are we done 24 already? Alright, 25 now. By the God of your father who will, who will that is why everything happened. There are people that, have, that, that you, can, you can favor a person, but you may still not end up helping the person. Favor is just a clothing over the person. Favor is a good disposition to the person. But if it does not translate into help, it is just an admiration. Favor may not go beyond a handshake, help goes beyond handshake. Help lifts, helps carry. And by the Almighty, who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, and blessings of the breast and of the womb. Hallelujah. I will skip the final one. So please, 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 I said I will need to drive that home so that you know when we are praying, we know what we are praying about. The the, the mnemonics for my short short, uh, uh, subtitles are, uh, C-A-B, carb. Mm? So best of help is the final one. And I spend just a few minutes on that and we start praying. The best of help, herb. Herbs are in gradations and in shades. I must come back to this one. Pray to the Lord to give us the time when we come back to it. Amen? It's a very, very, I say herbs are in gradations and in shades. Mm? I've got quickly here only four types of which I will not talk about. any of them at all. It's just, wait your appetite. I've got my Bible verses. I've got what I will say, but I will skip them. But let me wait your appetite for that. There is help that is no help. There is help that is not sufficient. There is help that exceeds its remit. There is help that brings help. Then finally, there is help that cannot be improved on. The ultimate help. That's the one I will say a few words to you about today. We'll come back to the other ones, how to recognize them, how to deal with them. Pray that God will give us a date for that sooner than later. Amen. Amen. In Psalms 146 verse 5, happy is he who has the God of Jacob, Psalm 146 verse 5, for his help. Whose hope is in the Lord is, blessed is the person who has the God of Jacob for his help. That is where the ultimate helps come from. Hallelujah. And Deuteronomy 33. Deuteronomy 33, verse 26. There is no one like the God of Jeshurun who rises in heavens to help you. And in his excellency, on the crowd. No one like God. He can compel anybody to help you. If they don't help you, he will make sure they don't sleep. If they still refuse, you could strike them, raise another one that must. In fact, when God insists the person should help you, they will have no choice but to help you. So he is the ultimate source of help. Hallelujah. And he tells us in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 14. Isaiah 41, verse 14. I don't think that one is in your list. Isaiah 41, verse I want us to read that one and get ready to pray. Hallelujah. Mm. The Lord has done great things for them. That shall be the answer. You know that? The Lord has helped them. Fear not, you warm Jacob. You men of Israel, I will, I will, says the Lord, and your Redeemer, the holy one of. Verse 15, please. Just take one verse more there. It's a long. Just click the next one. Behold, I will make you into a new threshing sledge. We should you shall thresh the mountains and be them small and make the hills like chaff. Above all, he says, he will help us. He will help us. I close with a prayer for you. May you find the ultimate help from the ultimate helper. That is the gateway to laughter. That is the gateway to laughter. You will rise with me, and we're going to call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help is here. And definitely that help will lead to laughter Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. It started already. Started already. Incredible testimonies today. Incredible testimonies. One of these days, I will give a full lecture on how to give testimony. <laughs> so that you know how to get the juice out of it. Huh? Good testimony. I started work, by the grace of God, have been promoted into a new place. I need strength. Very good testimony. Then, a little bit of one sentence, this cluster of excellence will continue. Good. I had this challenge with my thyroid and the rest of that. Then, the latter part was so sweet, wasn't it? God has started something already. I'm only giving you evidence from within the house. We call them internal evidences. But this afternoon, is it afternoon already? Yeah. D- this afternoon, Oh my we will step into the places we never stepped before. Amen. We step into places we never stepped before. Amen. It just occurred to me, it's not part of the script. it just occurred to me, I was greatly impacted by the conference I went for. And I knew for sure I was not coming back the same. And so by the same token, every declaration, every prayer today, know that special grace of God is under a special unction. Amen. And there shall be a great performance. Amen. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. going to say, Father, Father I, have I, I have tried all I know. Please help me today. In the name of Jesus, Father, I have tried all I know. Please help me, help me, help me. That's the genuine cry of Are you there in the house? You're not sounding like somebody in the air. be I've tried all I know. Please help my wife. I've tried. I know. please help my daughter. I have had I please help my son. Please help, 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 oh God! I've tried all, all I know. If you're in that category, maybe you are believing God for somebody that's a loved one to you. You have tried all, you know, humanly speaking. And trust me, many a times we try all that we know, but we need only one intervention, and that's divine intervention. And today, the Lord God of heaven and earth, we grant unto us that divine intervention. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I have tried all, I have tried all. If you have not tried all, maybe... You are seeing the better, but those that have tried all, if you are in the house and you know, and you know, and you know that as the Lord God of Israel, you have tried. You have tried. You have run up, you have run down, and seems as if nothing is shifting. Then you turn unto the Lord. I will look up unto the hills from where come in my health. Psalm 121, verse 1. I will look up unto the hills from where is come my health. I have come to the end of my ability, Lord. Help me, help me. You have promised me laughter. And the gateway to laughter is through the help of the Most High God, the Lord. The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, we shall say. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Jesus, marvelous name we pray. Let your amen be like thunder. Come on. I say good amen to this one. Your help is here. It is here. This week there shall be a performance. There shall be a manifestation in the name of the Lord Jesus. Number two, you say, Lord Jesus, I am unworthy. Please help me and make my case for me. Do you understand that one very well? First, I say, Father, because many other times. No matter how much we pray, something is telling you, uh, you, you, you. No, 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 no. There is in the scripture that says that's only one merit between man and God, the man Christ Jesus. That he has borne our iniquities. He has carried our sicknesses. He he says, in the name of Jesus, I declare I'm unworthy. Lord Jesus, help me and make my case for me. Lift your voice, begin to pray. Begin to pray, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I'm worthy. I'm unworthy. I'm unworthy. I'm unworthy. unworthy. Help me and make my case for me. The Bible says, There's one that sits on the right hand of God, making intercession for us. Many of you have believed God for liberty in particular areas, liberty in head liberty in finance, liberty concerning your career, liberty in your business, liberty in your ministry, ascendancy today. It's not going to be because of your qualification. It's going to be because of the one who helps her. It's going to be because of the one who makes all things beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Father Lord. Jesus' mighty name we pray. We started by saying, Father, then we said Lord Jesus, Finally, you say, Holy Spirit, you are my final divine helper. Please help me miraculously and powerfully today. Again, one more time say, Holy Spirit, you are the final divine helper. Please help me miraculously and powerfully today. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice because you need to laugh soon. He needs to help you. He needs to help you. Are you looking for a job? The Lord will make a way. Are you looking for a way in which you're going to pay your school fees? The Lord will make a way. Are you looking for the precious blessing in your marriage? The Lord he will do it. He is a merciful God. I will not turn away until I receive what I deserve, my Father. Are you looking for progression in that your business, in that your career? The Lord, the Holy Spirit himself, he will help you. He is the final helper. And he will help you in the name of Jesus. Jesus, mighty name, we are praying. No more struggle in that marriage. Uh, No more struggle. No more struggle. God is working up our hearts right now the spirit of the Lord has gone forth is working upon hearts you have used every method you know to get things sorted the Lord said leave it in my hand and he will fix it and fix it beautifully if you know anyone whether in or out of here that is in need of that very word begin to cry unto the Lord for that, and say Lord please we leave that marriage in your hand sort it out to God sort it. just pray about 30 seconds about that before we take the next prayer point sort it out sort it out Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. What the Lord has delivered you from, you will not enter into it again. You are here, you are here. You know, you don't, He's delivered you. You are not going back into it. It might be a healing, that healing shall be permanent. It might be poverty that you have walked away from. Yes, you are not yet rich, but you have walked away from one level of poverty. You're not going back there anymore. You're not going back there anymore. Ah, your story has changed. It has changed in the name of Jesus. Wants to confess. I say, Father, I declare. In the name of Jesus, that the progress I've made, I will never lose from glory to glory, from higher level to higher level. It's my portion, it's my story. In the name of Jesus, confess that over your life and seal it. Come on, seal it in, seal it in, seal it in, seal it in. Let it come from your own mouth already. Oh, you may say the progress I've made is small. Refense that progress so that you don't go back anymore. No going back. No going back. That which the Lord has given you, you will not lose it. That which the Lord has losing you from, you will never be bound by them again. Somebody is listening remotely right now. The healing virtue of the Lord is resting upon you. Say, I receive. Say, I receive. You are not in the room, but you are listening remotely. The Lord says, I should tell you, rise up and be permanently made whole, never to be cast down again. The glory of the Lord is here and is reaching you wherever you are. You are not bound, you shall never be bound again. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Jesus' mighty name we pray. I did a program to end about five minutes to 12, so I would club those minutes back right now and use it for prayer, if that's okay. Is that okay? Five minutes to one, so I can club that back now and use it for this prayer. Hallelujah. If you have objection, let me know. In the name of the Lord. (laughs) You're going to confess this one. Say, In the name of Jesus, the the door of of Hareb set before me, I shall find. I shall shall enter. And I shall laugh. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray properly. Say, In the name of Jesus the door of hell said before us we shall find we shall enter in and we shall laugh in the name of Jesus lift your voices right out and pray this month this month by the mercy of Jehovah God our Father the righteous and holy one the miracle worker who has shown us great favor and mercy and kindness by his power the door of hell that is set before us we shall find we shall enter in and we shall laugh in the name of the lord jesus there is a door there is a door there is a door set before us we shall find the door we shall enter therein and in the name that's above our names we shall sing a new song in the name of the lord jesus thank you heavenly father jesus mighty name we pray the yoke of fear over your life is broken right now. Fear has been a major hindrance. No more fear. No more fear. Because this very season, God who made the heaven and earth is visiting you. And His dream marvelous thing in your life, I shall be permanent in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's do one more prayer point, and then let me see how the Lord will lead us from here. I say, Father, raise help for me. Raise me as a helper. And make us a helping community. Father, raise help for me. Raise me as a helper. And raise us as a community of helpers. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Not only to help one another, but to help the people outside there. Not only to help one another, but to be a source of help unto people around us. Use me, oh God. Give me all that I need to give help. Give me all that I need to give help. Give all, all that I need in the name of Jesus. And Lord, raise helpers for me as well. And make us a people amongst us who help. We betrayed the day and night in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. By the power in the name of the Lord, receive every financial resource you need. Amen. Not only for yourself, but to help others some of you you hear of challenges around and your heart bleeds I wish I can give and genuinely you would have loved to but today a new day has started for you my father we open doors for you in the name of the Lord Jesus doors of financial blessing in the name of the Lord Jesus some of you you've been craving and I go to say a big amen to that for myself too The Lord says, your craving is that so that God can use you to alleviate pain, sicknesses, diseases, people who have been trusting God for one thing or the other. You've been wishing, I wish I can just do something. The Lord said you can, you will. And the power to do it is resting upon us now and so I say in the name of Jesus let everyone receive the heavenly resource to be able to help in the name of Jesus there shall be no longer incessant struggle your eyes will not see painful things when you see the ability to change them shall be in your hand in the name of the Lord Jesus and it shall be for the glory of the name of the Lord before I pray for you I want every one of us to please make up our mind from today that day after day we shall seek opportunity to help. We shall seek opportunity to be helped. And above all, we will day by day go with Psalm 131 verse 1, I will look up to the hills where comes my help. In driving, you will seek help. Even in eating, you will seek help. When you step into your office, into your class, you will say, Lord, help me. The commonest phrase in our mouth from now on will be, Lord, help me. And trust me, brethren, you will see changes. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this short time in your presence. But it's a long blessing that has come out of it. Thank you for the little prayers we have prayed. But we know there are big turnarounds in our lives already. To you be the glory and honor. I hereby pray over your children and over my own lives that by the same token of heaven, Father, in many areas we have tried all we can, all we could, and we've not been able to do it. Today we say help us. Help us. Lord Jesus, we come before you unworthy, unqualified, please at the right hand of power make our case for us in the name of the Lord Jesus and at this point Father I speak over your children, no one will weep this week in the name of the Lord Jesus every internal sobbing and weeping and sorrow, they shall vanish in the name of the Lord Jesus From the position of have not, you'll be transported to the position of have more than enough in the name of Jesus. From the position of not enough, you will have more than enough in the name of Jesus. More than enough anointing, more than enough wisdom, more than enough grace, more than enough financial blessing, more than enough intellect. Receive right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Every oppression over your children today, they are lifted in the name of Jesus. Every repression over our children, today they are lifted in the name of the Lord Jesus. By the power of the name of the Lord, we shall go higher. We are not coming down. Lord, this month, uncommon breakthrough in our midst in the name of the Lord Jesus. What we have waited for years for, Lord, in a matter of days, do them, O God. Do them, O Lord. We have not come in the eloquence of our prayers. We have not come in the eloquence of our preaching. We have come only in the certainty of your health. And let thy help be released unto us, my Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I promise over so, you, you shall be healed. You will be healed. He that have desire as I was marvelously helped, you will be marvelously helped in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord shall raise you all. You shall not be cast down. The yoke over our lives are broken. The kingdom of God shall advance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. From today, is a new dawn. A new dawn of glory. And the name of our Father shall be glorified. Thank you for laughter, Lord. Thank you for helping us, Lord. Thank you for glorifying your name. So you be the praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Amen. What a word in season. Let's while we're still in that attitude of prayer. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.